Hello everybody, welcome to the Fozcast. Today we're going to be talking to Brentford defender Ben Mee and we spoke about our encounter last week in the USA and an epic monsoon that nearly killed us. It's probably not that bad, but it was pretty cool to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, we spoke about the money ball tactics that Brentford use when it comes to their set pieces and a bonus that is attached to it as well. The differences between Sean Dyche and Thomas Frank and also a fantastic story about a player who took a mid-season break to Benidorm and got absolutely nailed by the manager. Welcome to the Foscast. Ben, welcome to Foscast, mate. Um, I want to start, okay? So I met you out in America last week. Um, you were on pre-season tour with Brentford. Um, I was out there with Wrexham. Um, we'll we'll share a few little stories of where we met and all that kind of stuff. But how did you find the whole trip in general? There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money. Up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Um, the trip was fantastic. Yeah, really enjoyed it um, from start to finish with a, with a really um, good bit of uh, training, but also like able to see... You know, a lot of uh, where we were staying as well, and the gaff was really good, giving us a bit of time to to go and have a look around, as well as you know, working out. Um, where did you go? Did you stay? Did you stay in the same place, or was you constantly? Yeah, we, like, we were around? in uh, Washington DC for about five days, yeah. and then we we went to Philly and had our first game. Um, then we went straight to Atlanta, second game. What was that like? Did you play in the big Atlanta stadium? Yeah, yeah, we played. Uh, we played there. Um, fantastic stadium. It's yeah. about seventy thousand. That's that yeah, new, the, the new best, bad boy. Probably the best like I've seen. Really? Uh, yeah. Indoors, like. Unbelievable. It, compare it to Tottenham. Yeah, I mean that was the comparison. It was yeah. like, oh, but I don't know with, with the the closed roof that opens up, a bit like a camera and that yeah, stuff, yeah, and yeah. The, all around. I mean, I love the Spurs Stadium actually. I think the the stand is amazing um, at the side, but well, this was like the hospitality there as well, and and all around the pitch and stuff is. You know, imagine going as a fan; it'd be it'd be incredible, different yeah. level. Yeah. Um, how, how? So, what did you find the reception like from the American fans? Because we, we, like I said, when we were out there, honestly, I I was blown away. I was there. We kind of similar thing. We, I think we were both there, sort of about ten years ago. But the progression and how kind of intense the fans are now, yeah. it seems different, doesn't it? Yeah, no, yeah. I went with Man City when I was when I was about nineteen. Yeah. Um, so yeah, probably twelve years ago or so, thirteen years ago. And um, yeah, the difference now, the the enthusiasm, the the appetite for the Premier League has just it's just grown, and you know, going around the the town and and people spotting you and things, and and just knowing who you are, yeah. you know, Americans knowing who I am was was, was a bit crazy, like, <laughs> and um, yeah, the the energy, they love the sport out there anyway, yeah. don't they? you know, we um, some of the facilities there, we trained at high school, and it was incredible, like, yeah. you know, kindergarten to sixteen, they've got indoor pools with diving boards, Shut and, up, have they? yeah, the the pitches were immaculate with. With stadiums and stuff, and and you know the love for sport is is incredible, and 
yeah, the Premier League seems to be growing and growing. So just quickly, so the this was part of the Premier League summer series. So there was Brentford, Chelsea, Villa, Fulham, Newcastle, and Fulham. Yeah, out there. So obviously all playing like a round robin tournament. Yeah, um, which is great for the league. Did you did you get to see? I guess as a player, you're kind of in and out the stadium. But did you get to see much around the stadium? Because what they do in terms of like the fan park and fan engagement is is very impressive. Yeah, they do it different, don't they? I mean, the fans get there a lot earlier as well. Yeah. And, you know, coming into the stadium, you see them parking up and getting the chairs out and stuff yeah, and making the most of it. Yeah, don't they? So good uh, is it? it's great. Yeah, it's a great atmosphere. And, you know, even inside the stadium, um, the fans, the enthusiasm was was superb. But obviously we didn't see as much as probably, you know, what, what the people did outside. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, you got sort of the feel of the the occasion. Um, yeah, and, they, and and everyone loved it. Like, I think, so so we place. met. Um, so you had you had an engagement out there. I had an engagement out there. It was the uh, British ambassador's uh, residence in uh, Washington, and I didn't really know much about this thing. By the way, we, it kind of like got sprung on us a bit, didn't we? We were just told to pack like semi smart clothes or well, something. Yeah, we didn't right? know we were going until the day. No, and then he said, "Have you got something smart?" We go, "Why are you going to the British ambassador's garden party?" Yeah, and we were like. Oh, I guess huh? we've got a <laughs> so anyway, we, we've turned up at this event, and you can tell straight away it's a bit of a schmoozy yeah. schmooze, isn't it? Yeah. Like there's there's some sort of like powerful looking people, isn't it? Uh-huh. The Fulham owner was there actually, yeah, where yeah, he can yeah. like he looking a million dollars. Um, so we've walked into this place, and it's absolutely roasting. It's about thirty five <laughs> degrees, um, and it's all nice as like canapes and like posh drinks and stuff yeah. like that. And then all the all the all the players and all the sort of pundits, all the celebrities start arriving, um, and very quickly um, descended into a bit of chaos really didn't yeah, it? it it did man it was it was madness the monsoon that came in monsoon and, oh it was incredible i uh, never seen anything like it the trees were swaying weren't they and it was like a bit getting a bit dangerous we were yeah. all under, a gazebo. Under, under a gazebo weren't we and uh yeah it was it was mad all everyone that was dressed up nicely and that and so we're getting soaked and yeah it was chaos i didn't know i was going until like the day pretty much i was it was the day before we played our last game and yeah you know i needed to get some shopping done for the kids and that you know get a little present or something like that yeah. so i got told i was going to this with with three other players and, and the gaffer and um, yeah, we end up hunched under this, this gazebo, <laughs> and yeah, it was it was ment- mental, and yeah, the gaffer was all ordering an Uber to to get out of there. And, Honestly, yeah. right, Thomas Frank, we kept looking over at Thomas Frank. He was <laughs> oh, he shitting really worried, himself. Didn't he? Yeah. he was double shitting yeah. himself. Yeah, he did. He right? looked because really the worried. lightning at this point, right? So imagine it's it's in the garden, right? And they've got all these lovely gazebos and marquees and stuff, but they're not like they're not like heavy duty marquees because they're getting lovely weather out there. It's like 35 degrees. So they're not expecting anything serious. Um, and when it started really blowing a gale and then the lightning started coming, mm-hmm. the, it was raining so hard that the water, the sorry, the grass was fully saturated yeah. at this point. Tables getting flipped over. Tables getting flipped yeah. over, getting zinged everywhere, <laughs> like roof linings getting ripped off and yeah. stuff. And well, you're standing in like an inch of water. Mm. And when the lightning starts coming down, I was looking at these like... Um, um, we could die in a minute. Genuinely, we could <laughs> yeah. die. And there was one point, right, honestly, where it the lightning came and within a split, like I'm talking less than a second, the thunder was there as well. And I, like the old, you know, remember like they used to say, count the miles kind of thing. So if you yeah. count a second, it's yeah. one mile, two seconds yeah, is yeah, two yeah. miles. So it was obviously like around us. Uh-huh. And I remember looking at Thomas Frank and thinking he was panicking, mate. He was proper nervous. But do you he know, <laughs> because they say rubber, isn't it? Like is. Yeah, a grounder. Yeah, you know Jamie, <laughs> Jamie Reynolds from Velocity. Was he walking around with the umbrella? Like, Jamie, he, 
Yeah. Is that the guy? <laughs> he's, he's a brummie, isn't he? Oh, Murray took up the Air Force Ones. Oh, on. <laughs> I don't know, you know, mate. I don't know. I think really? if it hits, we're all dead here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. It, it turned into, like I say, an absolute fire. So um, we were there probably half an hour and then the heavens opened and it was a case of, right, just go. You've just got to go yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we got out there. But it was, we had a nice time either way. Didn't we, we did, we did. And just out there, obviously, it is so hot. Um, how challenging is it playing? in those conditions because yeah. even sitting there watching was oh, a hard challenge work. Yeah. yeah it was it was hard work uh played 90 minutes in the last game my feet were on fire oh. like, honestly my feet were, were burning up and um the first game in washington was was even hotter like and obviously the indoor one was was a nice uh a nice breather from it yeah um but yeah i got i got the two outdoor games i played 20 minutes in the indoor one and then played night in, in the oh. outdoor one so it was a bit yeah like, fucking hell so it was uh yeah not i'm not made for for the sun what, what's it like playing on them pitches because i think i think we're all i think we're, we're guilty in the uk of kind of getting treated to these unbelievable pitches mm. that are constantly wet constantly watered yeah. because you know what it's like as a, as a footballer you want to be playing on them pitches that, that you know what to expect all the yeah. time you know what you're going to get but when you're out there they'll water it before the game yeah and then very quickly i'm talking within like five ten minutes it's dry again yeah. isn't it i think you could tell if you were watching it, it was it was really dry and yeah a bit bobbly out there yeah. and it doesn't sort of uh make for a, a flowing game yeah, but, yeah, yeah um i mean it's hard to to do that in that kind of heat and that you know that weather to keep it sort of um to keep it wet and slick but um you know the pitches weren't too bad the pitches yeah. were, were, were fine pretty soft you know good on the on the knees and the limbs yeah, <laughs> i yeah, quite yeah. enjoyed that um but but yeah i mean you know it, it was good enough for for the games that were, that were played on it for sure can you um just try and sort of dispel a little bit of a myth for me as well because i think there's so many people this time of year when they start looking at pre-season friendlies they they see the results and they're like oh they're struggling they're having a bad time mm. they're this and that genuinely can you read too much into pre-season friendlies uh no not really i don't think um we were really pleased with our first two games yeah. we actually got beaten both of them but um the way we played and because you don't really play your full strength side no, sure, you, you yeah. sort of experimenting yeah experimenting with different things and we certainly experimented uh with the brighton game we we tried a way of playing that probably we wouldn't do in the premier league but it was just you know um either the gaffer said it was just good fun to do sort of thing so it was like (laughs) you wanted to get running in our legs and that so we were literally just pressing everywhere and you know what brighton are like yeah yeah, popping it around and that i saw a few clips mate they look lovely to be fair great yeah um but the idea was you know get get the running in that we're going to need to do during the season as well and um yeah he said it was, you know, a good bit of fun and that and stuff, and 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 some of the stuff that came off was was great. But you know, for myself personally, getting in pre-season, it's just about getting you getting yeah. you going, getting you ready, I think getting the bearings like back that. again, getting yeah, on the pitch, sure. yeah, finding yeah. out those positions, feeling, getting your yeah. feel for it. But like I say as well, you can. So there's, there's so many games that even when we played out there, we'd play at night, but we'd do a training session in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm talking a proper training session. Mm. It's, like a, it's not just a walkthrough or anything mm. like that. So I just think there's so many, like I've seen I've seen Man United might have lost a couple of games and this and that and whatever, and you've got Man United fans already and then you've got Arsenal fans jumping on it going, oh, you're struggling, you're having a bad... <laughs> it's not about that, is it? It's, it's not, no, but obviously you want to win the games. Yeah. You know, just a bit of bragging rights. But, but yeah, it's... Um... It is a lot more. There's a lot more to it than than probably and the what travel. you just see on the games and that stuff. Yeah, the travel, like you say, the, the training beforehand. You probably yeah. got a bit in your legs already. That you know you might have had a tough day the day before as well. It's just about getting getting the legs what's, going. What's the uh, so. jet lag been like for when you got back? Yeah, I've been a little, a little bit struggling. Yeah. Um, you have that fogginess in, in your head, <laughs> and horrible, you know, the kids are getting it? up early and waking you up because you've not been there for two weeks. So, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, you'll get there. I'm sure it'll be. It'll be yeah, right. we'll be all right. We'll you crack got me up. up this morning to get come here. So no, I was to be fair. Yesterday was the tough day for me. So like yeah, I was yeah, the same yeah. as you. We arrived back on the Monday. Today's the the Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I had one day of absolute hell. Yeah. Absolute yeah. hell. But 
last night, managed to long it out, got a good night's sleep. We're cooking again, baby. No, good we're good to go. Yeah, we're flying. We're yeah. FPL. We can't go any further. <laughs> yeah. Before we get into Ben Mee, the player, we want to talk about fantasy about Premier League. Guy. My captain, my hero. He's not your captain, my don't FPL lie. Legend. You've never had Ben Mee. He's not my captain. I'm just part of the narrative. Uh, ben Mee. Ben Mee, fancy Premier League legend, by okay. the way. Do you play? Are you a player? I used to be. Yeah? I used to be. I used to give up sort of halfway through, and then I was, I was kind of like, what's the point in doing it if I'm not going to follow it all the way through? It's not like, it's, there's no point. But yeah, I used to I used to do it a lot. I used to be into it. Like, I know your so. stats last season. I did all right. I think it was my best season. Yeah, fifth it was your best scoring, season. Yeah. Fifth highest scoring defender on the game all season. It. 143 points. Heavy return. That's good. That's yeah, very that's all right good. for my price as well. I think I'm cheap, aren't I? Yeah. So. <laughs> Been back in this year? Yeah, I see. Yes, you're, you're what people call a, call a differential. Right, okay. Yeah? So you're yeah. a differential, yeah, you are, yeah. Ben. You're, you're good value, yeah. but you more often than not give a seriously solid return for your value right so like I say 143 points I know there's a lot of people listening to this and by the way we're starting a um, a Cycling GK well not starting we're carrying on a Cycling GK uh, Super League what's the code by the way Jamie we'll put it on the screen now we'll put it on screen now if you're listening the code I'll give it to you actually it is uh, it's obviously the Cycling GK Super League it is the code to get into it is G9RCSC. We'll put it on screen now. We'll put it in the link in the description, all that kind of we, stuff. The anyway. season before last, we were the biggest league on the entire okay. game. On the okay. entire and, game. And I think Sky might have got the umpers from it. So they set up a pundits league to become the biggest one. Well, no, well, what they did is they set up a league where you're automatically enrolled yeah, yeah, in it. Basically. Do you know? Do you remember like Apple all those okay. years ago yeah. where you were automatically given the U2 album? Yeah. Like, what, what, yeah. honestly. What, I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, that's what, that's what it is. That, what what Sky have done is you automatically enrolled in their league now so they're going to have the most people which is a bit of a shambles to be honest with you so um, a bit of a alpha for the for the fpl um we have like a set piece bonus so we're big on set pieces and things like that so hopefully we'll get a few more goals this okay, year okay that's, that's good so, that's yeah, good so inside we'll, knowledge we'll, that what do you mean we'll set piece heavy, bonus break that we'll down for heavy us on, on set pieces so if we score from a set piece yeah. a certain time at the end of the season, the lads will get like a bonus because like Brentford are big on sort of stats and percentages of yeah, scoring yeah. goals and things like that. And so set pieces is a, is a sort of a high chance of getting a, a shot on goal or a chance yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or whatever the numbers are. Um, so yeah, we we sort of work off that and at the end of the season, it sort of add it up from um, four and against. So if you- I love yeah, that. So like that. So it gives you the incentive so to. That is so kind of go for it. <laughs> that, that screams of Brentford all over to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Brentford, yeah. Like, well, the Brentford, I was surprised when I went there and that, that this was the way they did it and that. But yeah, so it's. it's uh, so so we even all right. So we just uh, quickly then. So I we were looking at our set pieces for last year, mm. and twenty five percent of our goals came from set pieces. Yeah, is this something that other teams should seriously take note of then? Potentially, yeah. I mean, we we take every opportunity to. To make the most of our set pieces, we work on them a lot. Yeah, um, and we, we scored a lot of goals from it. I think we scored, I don't know, twenty five goals or something like that. Hey, that's uh, that's so going to be about a third of all your goals then. In a way that we sort of measure it, yeah. as, as our club would measure it, probably differently to the Premier League measure. Not it, a direct like, like header or a direct header from a set piece. Within the like, second phase could yeah, be part okay. of the set play. Um, within a certain amount of time, we sort of measure it. So if it, within like fifteen seconds or something like that of having a set piece, you it counts as a set piece. Yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. So. 
um, yeah, that's the way you sort of they measure it. Surely this so. for you then is like when you're signing for for Brentford. Surely this for you is like heaven to your ears, and like because, <laughs> because coming from yeah. Burnley, well, yeah. genuinely coming yeah. from Burnley, where it's always been a team where so I remember back in the day playing against Burnley, just thinking, oh for God's sake, this mm. is going to be murder today, and yeah. it is murder. You're playing yeah, against yeah. a Sean Dyche team where you know you're going to have six foot three, six foot four monsters, and every time a ball comes into the box, yeah. it's a it's a pre-worked routine. It's brutal, isn't it? Well, yeah, even even compared to Burnley, though, we were quite conservative at Burnley. Yeah. Compared to the way Brentford work it, because if we're one 0 up with in the 90th minute against Man City away from home, it'll That's still not gonna happen. Come on, come on. Two one, we beat two one decisions. Oh, so. Yeah, they did. Uh, hey. Yeah, but, do you know what I mean? He'll, he'll he'll still want us to go up. We won't like really. Yeah, yeah. no like, shine away. Yeah, no, no so when I first arrived, we I think I'm, there was a game and I was looking over. Should we, should we? Are we going up? Like, are we? Yeah, and he was like. Don't ask me. <laughs> just, just go up. Like so, you stick to your, yeah, your yeah. principles, Honestly, and that's every it. Every time, like that, that's it's like go for it, go for it, go for it. Like go for the. And how, yeah. like with the stats, then because Brentford are known almost. You hear like that money ball type thing mm. a few years ago, and them signing players. Is that something you notice as a player? Is that a massive philosophy around the club? There is a big philosophy, but we only see sort of a, a small snippet of it. Really, I think we get the sort of uh, the end product yeah. uh, of what goes into it because. The, they're always doing numbers, crunching numbers. The the owner's really big on that, and 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 his sort of profession and his job and and company is is all about the numbers. So he sort of brings that into Brentford yeah. as well. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of work that goes in behind it. We sort of see the end bit in, in a presentation, sort of in the meeting room, but it's a lot a lot of lot, work a lot of leg work goes yeah, in before a lot that. Of leg work goes into do you think? It, yeah. um, like, take, I don't mean this disrespectfully. Do you, do you think signing a Ben Me for Brentford? Is do you think they've done the 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 studying on that? Do you think they've looked at the data, the numbers, seen how many games you played, seen what you produce in your games, and then made a signing based on that? I think so. I was obviously very different to to their usual signings uh, of young young players, but I think they wanted someone to come in with a little bit more experience. Yeah, um, yeah I think they've seen numbers and my defensive capabilities. Probably looked at that, I guess, and and maybe my set pieces as well at the same yeah, time. Sure. You know, getting my head on things and and. You know, in in the opposition box and maybe our box as well. So they probably looked at that and, and maybe thought they could work with something. That's like, definitely something that like Brighton and Brentford are the two that really stick out. Yeah. That you you say like you're saying about this is the way we're incentivized on set pieces and maybe not even first phase but second phase. That's something that those two teams in particular you can see when players are signed in, they just slot in. And that's not by chance, is it? No. It is because of a, a recruitment yeah, process. That, yeah. Because you you sign players based on their Attributes, right? Like they say, like I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like, and, and again, I don't mean any disrespect by this, but when you're signing a player, I know what it's like behind the scenes. You know what it's like behind the mm. scenes. There's certain players that probably go under the radar a little bit, and they don't get the respect or the praise that they fully deserve. But there's certain players that I've played with where I'm like, they have to be playing on a Saturday afternoon. They might not be the biggest name, but I know what I'm going to get from yeah. them. I know I can rely on that player. So we saw, we saw a quote, didn't we, from Sean Dyke saying that Ben Mee basically is one of the most underappreciated, underrated players that play for my team. He's a bit like a Steve Bruce. Did you remember this quote? <laughs> he's a bit like a Steve Bruce, basically, where he never he, he's never had an international cap. He never gets really spoke about, but he's one of the first players on the team sheet every single week. And I know how important those sort of players are. Yeah, I think they're, they're important. I mean, sort of what I wanted through my career is to be reliable, yeah. consistent, and, and wanted the manager to, to trust me. Uh, basically, you know, and that's that's how you get in a team. Yeah, and that's how you stay in a team, really. And I always encourage young players to, you know, to be able to gain the manager's trust and, and be that person that they can rely on. And that's yeah. how you get in a team. That's how you progress and, and and move on forward. I've got a theory that you need. I need. I think I need eight Ben Mees in my team. I do. I need eight <laughs> Ben Mees, and I'll 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 give three. A uh, maximum three. 
those little rogues. You yeah. know, those you ones. want a much pace in your team. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's fine, though. I know what I'm going to get from them. As long as yeah. everybody's on the same page, you've got yeah. half a chance, haven't you? You I let know. those three rogue ones go and mm. do what they want to do. You know that they might be a four one week, they might be a ten the next week, yeah. but you need a solid base, don't you? Yeah, I agree with that. I think going back to Burnley, I think we sometimes lack that rogue. Yeah. That we'll just go yeah. and do a little bit and, yeah. you know, win the game for you sort of thing off the cuff or do something like, you know, that would, yeah, like win the game or score an unbelievable goal something like that. Um, I think that's something the teams that you've kind of played for, isn't it? That Yeah. Like Watford, West Brom over the years, they they did have those kind of players, didn't they? Yeah. But some of the, like, look at like players like Gerard Delafeo, but you probably get one performance out of... I don't know, five or six. Oh, that's a bit harsh, you know. That, yeah, but is that one out of five or six? No, Joe. as in as in every few games. Yeah, I think. But that's, when yeah. he took, when he lit it up, he was ridiculous. He was ridiculous. He was fantastic. And but like I say, you have to you have to account for that, and it, it's probably annoying for you just as much as yeah. it would be for me sometimes. But you have to go. Yeah, cool. But please be on it today, would you, mate? <laughs> That'd be <laughs> lovely if you could do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when they are on it, you, you buzz it. You let them yeah. do it. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about Thomas Frank. Um, so um, you've said a few things and bits and bobs already. Yep. Um, I think Thomas Frank, if from the outside looking in, is probably hot property for a lot of teams as a lot of teams would would look at him would want him as their manager what's he like as a guy what's he like as a coach uh a great guy um you know really um personable um knowledgeable uh tactically uh, you know very knowledgeable on the on the training ground very involved and um yeah great good to talk to yeah uh, good to chat to and you know he's very involved with the squad and creates a really good culture that he sort of sets and you know, he's very, very humble as well and down to earth and, and yeah, had some had some good talks with him to be fair. Is um at Brentford, is he you know, like there's there's different kind of managers. You have managers that just do the match, they just do the players. Is he a bit more of an all encompassing kind of manager? Does he take charge of absolutely everything? Does he have a say with every person that comes through the door? Um yeah, I think he's 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 fully involved in, in everything. Um yeah, you see him in and out of every everything that's involved. I'm, I'm like looking at him, thinking he must be busy. knackered. Like, yeah. yeah, busy. Um, loves football. Um, we'll talk about football all day long. He's got some great coaches around him as well that, yeah. that do bits, um, sort of defensively, set piece um, on the training ground. But but he oversees everything and, and is involved in. What's in he like things. on a match day? Is he a shouter? No, he's not a shouter. No, he's not at all. Um, he's very calm. Sometimes I'm thinking, coming in the dressing room, thinking he's going to go mad here yeah, and yeah. that stuff and. And he's not. He's he's very calm. Um, I've seen him sort of lose it maybe once. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't even football related. That was just like people messing about. Um, and and yeah, he's he's, he's very calm. You kind of like want him to have a go sometimes. Really, you know, yeah. like you kind of like go on, have a, you know, dig him and, out. Yeah, a dig bit. some dig some players out. But yeah. He's uh, the way he does things. Is is very calm and and. Uh, you know, you got respect him for that for sure. We played a preseason friendly actually at Watford a couple of years ago, and he um, said the the Brentford team came in. We were playing on the trainer, and I was just watching from the sidelines, and he was ferreting up and down that side. Honestly, he was just constantly on the go, talking to his players, making sure they do this, making sure they do that, and every one of us were kind of thinking, "Yeah, that's proper that." And yeah. I can't remember who our manager was at the time, but ours it was like chalk and cheese. Honestly, <laughs> it could have been any manager to be honest with you, um, but it was honestly chalk and cheese. Yeah. Everyone was thinking, "Wow, that is." He's proper. No, this he's guy. proper on it. Like, and even asking for our opinions as players, yeah. um, and taking them on board as well. You, you know, he wants he wants that knowledge from from everybody and that input. And you know, you got to respect that as well. Hey, so, you know, it's, it's, if you if you're as a manager, if you can put your ego aside and yeah. actually listen to the players and ask for their their mm. their points of view, and it goes all a long that. way for sure. It goes a long way, and and a lot all the lads sort of respect him and 
and really enjoyed working for him, which I think you see on a on yeah. a match day for sure. Yeah. When you yeah. when you were saying about asking for opinions, um, obviously when transfers are made, now's the time of year people are yeah. moving and shaking. People call people, right? Yep. And yep. and you get a lot of phone calls, Ben. What's he like as a lad? What what they like? Do the managers of your own team ask you? Is that a common thing? So if you played with a player at yeah. at Burnley or at City as a kid, is that something that is is quite yeah, common? I mean, we signed Nathan Collins this, this summer uh, yes. from Wolves. So um, sort of after Christmas, sort of February time, whatever. I think they were obviously looking at maybe signing him or looking at potentially signing him as a as one of their options. Um, yeah, and I was. Asked about about him and, and what what's his character like and what's my opinion of him and um, yeah some reason they signed him because uh, I'm joking but no he's a, I, yeah just a, a reference um, I think that's that's commonplace in in football I've been so you're not saying he's or anything like no that. no he's a, he's a great lad so, um, but yeah so we we signed him in the summer and. Yeah, I think they got a few references from from very five or six references from. from you got to do places. it though, haven't you? Like yeah, even yeah. even for you, you need to know that somebody coming in, they're not going to upset the apple cart. You know, no, yeah. like if you get a player come in, he's an absolute dickhead. Like it can, it's amazing how quickly that rock can set in, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And um, the gaffer's got the policy of no dickheads. So like, you know, is it? Yeah, we've yeah, got that well, policy. That's our company yeah. policy. That's our, that's our company yeah. policy. So that's, when I zoom, I had a zoom chat with the gaffer and um, Lee Dykes, the the um, head of recruitment. Yeah, that was their thing. They were like, oh, we don't have any dickheads. So that's our policy. Does Thomas like, Frank say the word yeah, dickhead yeah, here? Literally, yeah. Like, it's like, no dickheads. So I was like, that's, that's good <laughs> enough for me. That is like, I love that. So, yeah, it's, it's a really down-to-earth, humble group. And they're the type of players that, that he wants to sign as well. I um, what about it. when you moved? So we were talking earlier on just very quickly off camera, but you've spent 12, 10, 10 odd years in Burnley. Well, no, 12 with your loan, isn't it? Yes, ten, ten 11, odd 11, years. Up yeah, north, 11. basically. Up north, yeah, yeah, yeah. up yeah. far north. Yeah. Well, my whole life was up north. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. A long, long time, and then you move into to Brentford. Is talks to us about that because it must be a big upheaval with family yeah, and the bright lights of London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah it was it was a, a big change for us. Yeah, obviously got two young kids. Um, my lad was just about to start school, all ready to go and wow. sorted in in Manchester, and uh, and yeah, all of a sudden we've. we've Packing up and, and moving, and within a short space of time, and yeah, find a place down here, and and yeah, we're we're enjoying it. We enjoyed last season. It's a nice adventure for us as a as a family. Um, so yeah, we're just taking it as that. But it's different not having your network around because I'm so yeah. used to having my friends around, my family around, and your family you know, up north. For everyone's up north, yeah, and uh, yeah, just you know, trying to sort of work that around. You know, obviously not having babysitters and yeah, things. You know, sure. it's, it's yeah. massive, isn't it? Mates on, on you know. Every yeah. now and again, it's it's a big big change, but yeah. um, but it's been a good good adventure for you us. You have to find sure. new couples, friends, or something like like yeah, the, school the parents at school. Yeah, or something like that. You're in the playground and that. Yeah. To... I'm Ben. Do you want to yeah. be my friend? <laughs> please, please be my friend. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Where does that conversation go with a the wife? Then is that kind of a because I said I say people think oh well it's football you just got to do it you got to do it mm. but it's a big old deal isn't it? It is like you've yeah. got to really think about it. Yeah, it was kind of like what you know what we're going to do because we had a few options and, and most of them actually down south. Yeah. So I was kind of. We had conversations about moving or about her staying with the kids and maybe commuting, commuting every now and again. That, yeah. like a lot of players do that, don't they? Yeah. Every few days, go back home. Um, but yeah, we we decided to to shift out and and, and find somewhere. And yeah, we, she was fully behind it. It was yeah. a yeah, yeah. She's got every. They really are they... the unsung heroes, aren't they? Partners, genuinely. Yeah, I know people yeah. like some people might watch it and go, oh no, no there's a bit, but it, genuinely, definitely. That's just to it's support hard for them. And... it's hard for them because you know I go to football I see people every day <clears> commu- <throat> you know communicating talking to people and and you know my wife was 
you know, for the first few months, didn't know anybody around yeah, or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. So it's difficult. And uh, and yeah, she, she's found friends through school and, and, and networking and things. So neighbours, uh, yeah. So we've settled quite well, actually, in, in, in the grand scheme of things. Um, but yeah, initially, it's difficult. And it's me. funny how the, the different perspective when you start to get to know people and, and whatnot. When we had um, Asmir Begovic in recently, and Asmir's been up north for a, a long time, many yeah. years, hasn't he? And yeah. he was telling us about commute and whatnot and he just just wants to go home so when he signed for qpr recently it's kind of you look at it and go oh that's nice that's a good move for him back home yeah back, back home, home. Yeah. yeah that's how it goes isn't it, it is yeah. yeah for sure for sure and one day we'll I'll probably go back up really yeah sometime, Do you think you'll yeah. go back up there yeah yeah possibly yeah i, mean, I think so we'll see how it goes down here first see so, how yeah. it goes yeah but I mean, as a manager though i know for a fact thomas frank would be buzzing that you've moved down because i think people don't know how many players actually commute commute yeah it is be, ridiculous yeah. isn't yeah. it i've like the worst commute i've ever seen from a player i'm not going to name names here all right i think you have in the past already but... oh well i'm not going to name names here all right <laughs> so um somebody who was commuting from um manchester down to west ham <laughs> another player another player <laughs> manchester down to west ham was yeah. their commute and they yeah. were doing that there and back every single day, spending the best part of eight hours in a car. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it's ridiculous, yeah, I, isn't it? Crazy, crazy, <laughs> absolutely crazy. I, I think there was one recently as well that was was doing something similar um, as well. Maybe not as much, but um, yeah, that's a that's a crazy. Commute. It's bonkers. Even if you're not driving, right? Even yeah. if you get like a drive, you get one of those lovely like sprinter vans and stuff, and it's all pimped out in the back, and it looks lovely and <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. You're still sitting in a car for eight hours. It's yeah. bonkers. You can fly to Dubai. You can fly to frigging America in that time. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> eight hours on a good day as well. Yeah, on London, a good like, day as yeah. well. Yeah, no, it's um, it's common theme. Honestly, yeah. it is. It's commonplace in football. You wouldn't believe how many people do it. Right, let's take it back to Burnley anyway. Um, so 376 Burnley appearances. Yeah. yeah. Um, how you look back on your time at Burnley? Because that's a good slog, that. Yeah, really fondly. I mean, when I started at the club, um, championship, yeah. mid-table, sort of fighting relegation a little bit there and... You know, went with Eddie Howe and um, spent a little bit of time with him before he moved back to back to Bournemouth and obviously the gaffer came in uh, and and yeah changed things around. We just went from strength to strength and had some unbelievable like times, unbelievable moments, and you know the club just improved and I felt like it was on track with me as a player as well. So yeah. I was improving as a player and the club was growing and it was sort of good timing and and I think that's the reason why I stayed for so long because we were just on such a good path and obviously becoming the captain of the club was was a really proud yeah, moment yeah. as well and you know I really had a good connection with with everyone there did you take pride Burnley of being this team that I remember like I say I remember playing against Burnley and I hated it I did I absolutely hated it but I admired it at the same time yeah. I loved watching it because you know you know what you're going to get from Burnley and you can plan all you want but it doesn't matter sometimes that just goes mm. out the window because they will kick you they will run after you they will airily they'll try and beat you they'll bully you they will they'll bully you and you used to yeah. win games on a Saturday afternoon by just bullying teams yeah. didn't you no we did yeah when we were on it we were really good but there were times when we were really bad like and we we couldn't sort of get out of it and and they, those were those were really bad days but um yeah i think when we got on top of a team and um we're running and, and bullying them that's when we were at our best yeah and, you know we had some some players that were would love a love a scrap and love a fight and that yeah. stuff so um yeah it, it was great to to turn up and know you sort of got everyone behind you and, and you go into games and Sort of everyone's everyone's up for it. It was it was good. Like and we had, like, we had some good season. We finished seventh. We finished yeah. tenth one yeah. season. Mate, Burnley yeah. away was honestly it's the yeah. one. When we when we if we, if somebody says oh, I've got Burnley away on Saturday, I'm thinking oh no, <laughs> I don't need this. It's going to be horrible. Yeah. Burnley were the ones that put the nail in 
coffin for your final? West Brom. Uh, no, Watford. I mean, uh, that was the day yeah, you got was, relegated, yeah. season before last. Yeah. 2-1 at the Vic, was it? 3-1. 3-1, was it? 3-1 at the Vic, yeah. Yeah. God, it's tough, isn't it, when you're playing for those teams? Do you remember? Mm. Do you know, like I said, I've, I've probably been at a sort of similar sort of career as you where you're always playing for these teams where you know every Saturday afternoon is going to be a battle. Yeah. And if you're not on it 100%, you're going to lose. It's as simple yeah. as that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think... Felt like sometimes we were a bit predictable, and yeah. that sort of like you say, we, you know what you're going to get with yeah, us. And yeah. Some teams could could sort of figure that out and and sort of work around it. Especially the top teams, sometimes we we really struggled. Um, but yeah, you know you're always going to be in a fight and in a scrap and sort of in and around it at the bottom. But um, yeah, like I say, those seasons that we finished a little bit higher were were so good and so that nice European to, to season. Be in, in, out of the mate talk yeah. to me about this as well then right because there's another theory I've got right for a team like Burnley to get European football it's yeah. a problem I think. It's a problem. It's a problem. Going into the next season, you know when oh, you've got yeah, to start sorry, yeah, back? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you've got yeah. to start back. Like, we didn't win a game. When, that's what I mean. You know, you've got yeah. to start back in June. Yeah. You need, basically, you need two squads, don't you? Yeah. yeah you, we didn't have a big enough squad. We yeah. we played sort of in Istanbul on, on the Thursday night and then we were playing Southampton away on the on the Sunday. Um, we drew that game, but then we lost, I think, three games in a row. Playing, We played Olympiacos away and then I think we were United at home and, and got beat and we were just all knackered. Like, it just wasn't sort of... Um, yeah, viable for us to yeah to, to do it can continue that yeah, and it's difficult yeah, especially people, with a small squad. People think like Europeans, brilliant, oh, we're going on European adventure and stuff like that. But like I say, you do, they don't realise the, the kind of the logistics involved yeah, in all this kind I, of stuff. Yeah, and I think for me that looking at the top players that do it week in week out, you, the admiration yeah, like, for them doing that, yeah. it and that, you're like fair play to you. Yeah. It's like you know you're playing on the Tuesday or a Wednesday and you got a big game on a Saturday morning and you're like. How do, how do they do it constantly and, and perform at that top level? You think that I totally top agree. So like, many teams, know. so many teams struggle, don't they? When yes. they when they hit, I mean, even look at West Ham last season. Obviously, they en- ended up having an unbelievable season, and I think the European trips are they're definitely for the fans, aren't they? Without like, doubt, it's amazing for the fans to go yeah. and you know all these European jollies. And actually, last season it, it did work out for West Ham, but they, they didn't have they the greatest initially. league yeah. campaign, did they? Yeah, they did. They a really bad start. Yeah. They had to pick it up later on because they yeah. were in genuine threat for a bit, weren't they? Yeah, no, they were. And I think if you've not got a squad, yeah, that, you know, you do struggle. You struggle a little bit. Yeah. Um, I want to throw some um, Burnley players' names at you, and you can give us um, a little bit of a rundown of what they are as a player, or as a person, all that kind of stuff. First of all, though, I want to start with um, the famous goalkeeping um, department at Burnley because at one point at Burnley, right, and we have said this. <laughs> That it was, it's probably one of the best. We talked about it with Nick Mode, trio. Yeah. One of the best goalkeeping trio yeah. Yeah. a Premier League team could probably hope to have. Actually, do you know what, Casper Schmeichel? I'm going to shout you out on here, Casper, because he then texted me and said, "Hold on a minute." At one point, we had uh, Shea Given, Joe Hart, and Casper Schmeichel <gasps> at Man City, and I went, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, Casper's right." Oh yeah, fair dues actually. Yeah, that's yeah. frightening, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's a that's a good trio. A good trio. Um, so Joe Hart, Nick Pope, Tom Heaton, talk yeah. to me individually. And also about how how that was when you've got them three goalkeepers playing for you. Um, I mean, yeah. How do you how do you pick from from those three? Um, you know, Harty came in and, and you know I think started the season yeah. for us. And there I was think, some injury. I think, I think Tom injuries. was injured, wasn't yeah, he? Popey did his shoulder. Popey did his shoulder. Did, yeah. um, so Harty came in uh, for us. You know, legend, yeah. uh, Man City legend. I, I played with him at City when he first came really, from Shrewsbury. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the in the reserve team and uh, yeah, unbelievable like career and everything like that coming in. Great sort of to have him around the dressing room. Uh, really good personality and a really positive person yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, been through Energy. a lot in, in his career. Energy, yeah, and <laughs> been through a lot like coming from Man City and and sort of getting told that you know he had a great career there yeah. and then getting told that you know about leaving and 
um, finding his way again. Um, so we had something to prove. And uh, yeah, Heats, love Heats to death. Like yeah. he's, you know, he's a quality, a great guy as well and unbelievable keeper. Um, what about yeah. the stories about Heats? Was it, was it Joe saying, or someone saying about doing like finger weights in the gym? Like diving around, visualization, visualize diving full Keepers length weird, with no one. That's, no, that, I don't, that's weird. That, Tom is yeah. weird, like with stuff yeah, like Tom's, that. Tom's got so many things that he just like, he won't watch like football the day before a game, and he, what? He, he, like, he just like little things to get his mind sort of focused and yeah, just the, yeah. What do you mean he won't down. watch football the day before a game? Yeah, so like a Friday night you're in a hotel or whatever, you just wouldn't like watch, watch the night game. You wouldn't watch the Friday no, night he'd game. No, you be writing stuff down in his room, and I don't know. Yeah, he's uh, very. What's the, what the? I don't what? know. I can't I wait know. to get like, Tom yeah. on. I can't yeah, get him wait. on. Get, get mate, all the best trying this. to get Tom Eaton on, right? I have texted that guy, honestly, <laughs> about, about yeah. 30 times. Mate, are you available this week? Are you available next week? He's like, I can't do can't do this. And that's when he actually does reply because he is the worst <laughs> texter backer I've seen in yeah. a long time. Texter backer. Um, and then Nick Pope as yeah, well. Pope, yeah, he's a great guy. And um, I, what a keeper as well. Like, yeah. he's, he's been phenomenal um, for the past few seasons. Like, some of the saves he makes, he just like makes them look Crazy, so easy. They? Like I think, I think people don't realize how tough some of the, like, how good some of the saves yeah. he makes because he just he's so big and yeah. long and that he makes some incredible saves. Uh, I know people going about his feet and things, but he makes up for it for me. Like he's for me, he's the best England keeper. Really, like, I, yeah. think he's, I think he's unbelievable. Um, and he's, he's doing great in Newcastle. So yeah, I love yeah. Pope. He's, I've said this, I know, I say it's a lot, but if I need a goalkeeper. I'm picking Nick Pope. Yeah, so am I. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking sure. Nick Pope. Yeah. I know what I'm going to get from you. Stop that ball going in the back of the net, please, Nick. That'll do for me. Give the ball, give the ball to the good ones, and let the good ones do the playing with the football. Yeah, you just worry about stopping that ball going in the back of the net. Hundred percent agree. Love right, that. We've got some more Burnley names, Ben. Let me throw one in yeah, there. Yeah, great partner of yours, James Tarkowski. 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 Yeah, yeah. Um, another top guy. Uh, we obviously created a really quality yeah, partnership, yeah. and um, loves to head things and block things like me and. Yeah, we, you know, really good player. Probably should have played more for England as well. I think uh, missed out because he, he played in, in our team and the way we played, I think, just didn't suit the yeah. way Southgate wanted to play. And um, yeah, he's, you know, he's Everton now, um, still blocking and obviously back with the gaffer now. So <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's, um, I don't know what else to say about him, but yeah, yeah uh, a fantastic how, how has he got away with not having a slabhead nickname, by the way? Because he has got a massive head tabs. on him. Tabs, he's got tabs in his ears as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> you probably hate me saying that. But yeah, uh, he's got a big head, yeah. yeah right, who else we got? Um, so I believe you were at City with with him as well. Kieran Trippier. Yeah, Trips, yeah. Um, he's been on some journey, like coming from, from Bury. And um, I remember we, it's the gaffer's first day, Sean, actually, first day at, at, at Burnley, he picked out Trips. Like, because he's trips like a little bit of a, a night out and that yeah. and stuff, and he's become a lot more professional like these days. But back in the early days, um, literally, we were all in the in the canteen and that, and he picks out trips. Says, oh, I know what you've been doing on Tuesday night, so you won't be doing that anymore, son. <laughs> <laughs> so he picks him out straight away just to, to lay the law down and um, in front of everybody, front of everybody as well. Yeah, oh, everybody. that's so very done, kind of so Ferguson like, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, oh. yeah. Um, I think you've got a lot of traits from, from Ferguson, to be fair. I know he came to training a couple of times, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's picked out trips and um, there's there's another one as well at Watford away. Um, <laughs> trips is uh, we've had an international break and um, trips has gone away and we've played Watford the following weekend and uh, trips has booked booked his flights and that and stuff and printed his boarding pass off on on the like computer in the office 
so he's got the printer in the office and um, he's gone to Benidorm with his mates. Oh, so he's come no. back to the following weekend. <laughs> a bit of a, he's not trained very well all week and that and stuff. And we get pumped by Watford. So he's going like after going around the dressing room, like hammering everybody. And gets to trips and go, and you, <laughs> fucking Benidorm. <laughs> so he's obviously someone's seen his boring pass printed off on the on the printer in the, in the training ground and. Uh, Gaffer's caught wind of it and that stuff knows he's gone to Benidorm with his with his mates and stuff like that. So. Anywhere but Benidorm, so, don't yeah. go to Benidorm. How sloppy so, is that, uh, by the way? Yeah, but um, but anyway, he's uh, he's had some career like going going to Madrid, obviously to Spurs oh. as well. And, oh, he's yeah, a he's, uh, he's unbelievable. His goal in the semi final yeah. against Croatia, oh, unbelievable. Eh? So that free kick, I was knew he, that was going in. Yeah, didn't we? I knew that was going in. Was he top yeah. scorer in FPL defender last? Oh. He must have been. He's got to. He must have. Jamie knows. Jamie's giving us the thumbs up. Got got a player for you here. Some may say misunderstood, but let's hear your opinion. Joey Barton. Ooh. Joey, yeah, got on really well with Joey. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, he was fantastic for us in, in the championship and came in and basically demanded us to win the league and his sort of standards were up there and, you know, drove us on and, yeah, he got on well with everybody in our, yeah. in our dressing room and loved the way we worked. And, yeah, he, was, uh, he loves his music as well, similar to, to myself. And we went to a few gigs together yeah, and, nice. yeah, got in the mix and, yeah, he's, he, yeah, we got him really well, and yeah, he's misunderstood. And he, yeah. he, he is a bit of a hothead at times, but um, yeah, he's, he's doing a great job as well. He's a really good Bristol. player as well. Yeah, he's, he's I, really I, player. I agree. Really I've met player. him a couple of times. I've, well, I remember he was in, actually in the England squad with me once. I, I think the one time he got an England cap, I was mm. there with him, and I just remember thinking, "No, you seem alright. You do, mate. You're yeah. sound." No, he's good. Yeah, he's sound. Yeah, we've been out for a few beers and that and stuff, and and yeah, it's someone I've I've, I've got him really well with. Um, yeah. Skittering all over the place here, by the way. Um, you, have you ever been on the website Transfer Market? Uh, probably, yeah. It's sort of spelled differently, is it? M A R K T. Yeah, I think so. so MI, it, yeah. Transfer Market is basically my go-to for research on okay. players. Blah blah blah. On that on that website, this says to me that you played left back quite a bit in your career as well. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. What is the difference? And do you enjoy it more or less or whatever? What is it, the difference between playing at a left back or a centre back? Mm. So you've got a game tomorrow, and your manager says to you, "You're playing left back, Ben." What yeah. are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking, shit, I've got to get forward. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to do a lot more running. Um, no, I mean, I played left back first season in the Premier League. Yeah. Um, played a little bit. Uh, I played in the Championship as well. Moved when um, so we got relegated and then halfway through the next season I played centre-half and sort of stayed there yeah. pretty much most of the time. And that's my best position. That I, Your preferred I can, position. Yeah, I yeah. can play left back. I can do a decent job. But I'm not a left back. I'm, yeah. a, I'm a centre half, and that's where I'm. I'm most effective um, at full back. Yeah, I, I probably defend more. Or I definitely defend more yeah, rather yeah. than getting forward. <laughs> I remember getting an assist uh, with Sam Vokes and like my first assist, like I'd, I'd done in, in you know in ages <laughs> or whatever. And he come running over to me. You got an assist, <laughs> so yeah, we, was, that was the, actually literally the only one I got but um, yeah playing against sort of players like Hazard in my first season in the Premier League oh. and getting twisted and, and, and turned and yeah it's, it's difficult you just feel you can wing. get more exposed as a left back get more exposed um, I don't I don't know if it's more difficult because I think you play up, up against strong strikers quick strikers as well you've got to you know use your knowledge experience yeah, as yeah. well read the game I, I, a bit yeah, more yeah I've gained that through through playing a lot more but yeah Outside at fullback, um, I say I'm not the quickest yeah, player yeah. to get forwards, get back. So um, centre half probably suits me a little bit more. See, the, sorry, <laughs> the reason why I'm asking this, yeah, is because 
it's it's a big deal. Like I I think nowadays being a being a wing back is one of the yeah. most difficult positions difficult. on the pitch. Yeah. I really do because yeah. you nowadays the the modern wing back is basically a midfielder. They're basically yeah. a, a winger. They have to get forward like crazy, get back like crazy. They have yeah. to work. They have to have quality on the ball. But then also you see it with people like Trent Alexander-Arnold. If he doesn't defend quite properly mm. or he makes a mistake, he is getting called out for that. There's a lot but of that's rotation yeah. in that position, isn't it? Massive, there? Sure. isn't it? Well, you see them moving into midfield now and yeah. in the centre mid and picking that's the ball it. up in there. I play with Rico Henry. He's, he's up and down the line. So yeah. he's, he's basically playing wow. winger as I've got the ball. So... You know, I'm, I'm trying to put him in behind, and he's got to run back and you know cross the ball. How good is he, by the way? He's very good. Yeah, he's a, he's a really good player. Um, I'm very surprised that he's not made a squad. Same. You know, very surprised. Maybe this season he, he might get in there. Yeah. Um, if he keeps up his form and consistency, you know, he's had two really good seasons in the Premier League now. So I think people should be looking at him. Um, you know, fullbacks, <laughs> left backs, not a, a big strength of of ours. At, you know, with England as well, and he's someone that could, you know, easily himself, in there, he yeah, himself he and, and go and do, you know, do some other things. Hopefully, he can do that this season. So, the, the, so the reason why I asked this question about playing at left back and centre back is because we were actually watching your game out in America the other day. So it's on the it's on the Super Sunday. We're watching your game first against Aston Villa, and. Um, we were just talking about kind of the the evolution of football and how it is nowadays and how it used to be. And I said, you know what? I said, look at every single one of them players. Like back in the day, you might have two or three or four even players who might not necessarily be super fit or super strong. And I said, but look at them now. They're all, I mean, supreme athletes. Mm. Everybody is rapid. Everybody. Everybody can run with the ball. Everybody can get back. Everybody's got ability. They can do absolutely... And everybody is strong as you like as well. And it was so evident on that pitch, wasn't it? Like You look at Matty Cash for Villa on the opposite side and you're thinking... He's a runner, yeah. Well, he's got everything. Yeah, yeah, he's got absolutely yeah. everything. But that yeah. is kind of like... That's the standard nowadays, the, isn't it? The the level has, has certainly gone up like fitness-wise, you know, uh, athletic-wise yeah. and, and quality as well. Yeah. I think from when I first played in the Premier League, some great players and that stuff, but... I think, like you say, the athletes now, everyone's so fit and strong and you had that quality in as well. You know, it's just a completely we, we, different we animal. Crazy, yeah, it's a different animal. It was Darren Bent, I think he was saying, um, that in his early years, even when he went to like Charlton, he said it didn't really matter as much about... Um, because he just his pace, yeah. he said he knew he could just get away from players. He said he could run them. He, he said, "I know I could run them every single yeah. time." And then I think as he got to his like mid twenties, not so much him, but then the league... And like defenders, everyone is just a specimen. Yeah, like he said, absolutely. Even, even every in his mid 20s, he said, he said, I was getting to my mid to late 20s and I was in my pump. He said, mm. I was my fittest, my fastest, my everything. He said, I just couldn't run anybody because yeah. everybody was rapid. Everybody was good to go. Well, yeah, I'm, I mean, for myself, I'm 33 now, I'm getting 34 next month. So I've got to do everything I can to try yeah. and keep up with, with this, you know, use everything that I've got in my armory to, to keep up with the lads that are, are, are quick, strong, powerful, and and good players as well. So, you know, it's a, it's a challenge for, for myself now going forward to to keep stay at, that, at level. that level. Stay at that level, yeah. Stay at that level and, and keep performing. Is that where the sort of like the smarts come into it a little bit? Do you know so, what I mean? Yeah. Is yeah, that where think, reading the game becomes even more important? Or, even more important, yeah. Um, what, does recover, on it. what does recovery look like for you? Because I was watching this quarterback documentary on Netflix at the moment about yep. the NFL, which is incredible, by the way. And they were saying about preparation, recovery. What what does recovery look like for you? Like after the game, what what's your kind of evening and then day after look like? Uh, evening's pretty relaxed. I yeah. mean, we 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 uh, yeah we go home and you know obviously if, if I've got a few knocks and that stuff, we'll we all have a game ready that we yeah. can use and that thing. So um, yeah, so <laughs> live on a game. Live ready, on that. Yeah. Explain, <laughs> explain for the viewers what a game ready is. Lad. So it's like an icing compression. Um, you 
you whack on your legs and yeah. and sort of it'll do ankles, both for you. knees, ankles, everything. knees. Um, and yeah, the following two days are more of a, a steady recovery. We'll, we'll have a day off the next day, um, and then Monday for me will probably be more of a, a recovery day. I might go out on the grass if I'm feeling all right, feeling good, but. Sometimes it'd be, or most of the time, it'd be maybe off feet in the gym, bike or something that like that. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, that, that's mainly my preference. Um, and then we'll, yeah, we'll crack on into the week and have a good day Tuesday and, and follow it on into to the next week. It's, it's just about feeling good. And yeah. Yeah. I think that's what's good about the club and Matt as well. They don't sort of push you into doing things you don't want to do as well. They just sort of manage you if you need to be. Everyone's different. Mm. All players are different, different needs and, and people have had different injuries and, Obviously, we've got a few miles in my legs, so you know, I've got little aches and things that are here and there. But um, yeah, I think managing players is is something that's become really important. Not what about the same. what about night before the game? Any any sort of rituals? Any superstitions? Anything that you, you know, kind I'm, of have always done? I'm really chilled. Like I'm yeah. not like someone that will think too much about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially nowadays, I, I'm yeah, don't really have any I, I, routines, maybe. Yeah. But I'm not like strict on the routines. I'll I'll go through. You know, I won't don't need to do this at nine o'clock or something like that. I'm not too strict. Um, but yeah, just just pretty relaxed and just want to go into the game pretty clear minded and just yeah, enjoy it. I can probably enjoy it more nowadays as well. Yeah, I yeah, take yeah. it in a little bit more. Yeah, whereas yeah. when I was probably younger, headphones in, just like I need to be focused because I need to play well. I need to do this and that. I can't say hi to people or you know like yeah, yeah. now I'm like chatting to people before games and just taking in the atmosphere. It's and, more com- and, I guess like you've said oh, many yeah. times before, but you're just more comfortable yeah. and you know what. Your game is, you know yeah. what you are, and confident in your own sort of yeah. ability to go out and perform. Yeah, you know, sure. I think that's something that that's definitely grown on me. Well, last season you were Brentford Supporters Player of the Year, so mm. obviously a very good season for yourself. And actually, one thing that we spotted was um, on Twitter. Not many players do this, but you kind of shared your PFA Player of the Year nominations last year. Team of the Year, Team of the Year. So, can we run through that quickly? Yeah, sure. Nick Pope, goalie, of course. <laughs> Defenders: Nathan yeah. Ake, yeah. Gabriel Arsenal, yeah. Lewis Dunk, Kieran Trippier. Solid oh. back four that. Well, not back four, but do you know what I mean? I'm happy with that. Lewis Dunk, a nice little Lewis Dunk shout. I, like, there. I nice. wanted to mention him because I thought he'd had a great season. I agree. I thought he, you know, people don't really talk about him that much. And yeah. I've always liked him actually. I thought he's been been a good player for a number of years, yeah. and obviously Brighton love him there, and I know that you know he's he's massive there. So just to give him a good shout out, I think he had a. I think I gave season. him a little shout out, you know. In, I think you did in the end of the season awards. Yeah, yeah. When I got you... ridiculed for it as well. Yeah. Honestly, people shout me down. No chance, mate. No, well, when did you find that when you put this out? It's like when you put an opinion out on football. Bear in mind, you're both professional footballers. Mm-hmm. Unless your opinion is the same as theirs, yeah. it can be a problem, can't it? Yeah, everyone's got their own opinion, but it was good. I was, it came through, and I was like, oh, you know, I might, might just put this out and just yeah. see what people. Yeah, people reacted really well to it. You yeah, know, it was. I had a good reaction and it got a lot of uh, a lot of traction from it, but I felt like my team was yeah was pretty pretty decent. Fozzie, do you want to read out the midfielders here? Can I just quickly jump in off what you just said there about if you put a football opinion out, you'll get absolutely battered for it, right? Yeah. So we did a podcast a couple of weeks ago on uh, the top ten midfielders of all time in the Premier League. Okay, and I picked Paul Scholes as number one, right? Somebody tweeted me this morning saying Ben Foster knows shit. <laughs> Imagine a world where you pick Scholes one position wonder who couldn't tackle, carry a team like. Carry a team like Gerard, hit a ball like him, tackle like him. The man had it all. Playing three or four different positions and never looked out of place. Skulls could not. I think that was me that tweeted. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it is, though. I swear, you go out on a limb and say something. Now nah, right. you're wrong, mate. Don't yeah. you yeah. dare. Yeah. That's right. Well, that was quite a feisty one, wasn't it? They're the favourite, yeah. you know, favourite ones when we do a top ten. Yeah. But do you want to pick out, um, read out Ben's Ben's midfielders, Fuzzy? 
Um, so, oh, this is a heavy it's midfield. Great. It's great. That's probably is the right midfield. That's the right team, I think, yeah. actually. Kevin De Bruyne and Martin Odegaard and Ilkay Gundogan. What was it like playing against them three? Um, yeah, tough. Like We played Arsenal at our place and, um, and uh, they, they were quality. Yeah. Um, unbelievable team. Um, probably the best team that we played. Really, yeah. Like, on the day sort of thing. Yeah. Um, they were... They were on it, like proper on it. And obviously City were unbelievable throughout the season. Um, De Bruyne is always tough to play against. Yeah. Gundogan was on fire, especially second half of the season. Um, but yeah, Odegaard was, was quality all season, I thought, as well. So, um, yeah. What's it like playing against Man City? I know, personally, and it's horrific. I hate yeah, every second horrific, of it. Yeah. What's it like when you're coming up against Ilkay Gundogan and uh, Kevin De Bruyne? And like, even like, I think, I've seen you've mentioned Sergio Aguero in the past as well, saying yeah. he's the toughest player you've come up against. But what is it like when you're facing... A Man City side who you know are absolutely popping. Yeah, it's, it's difficult going to their place. I think we've been beaten by 5 0 like, most times we've been there. Like, <laughs> Every so year like, for the oh, last my, 10 years. Fucking Christ, we've got to go there. So, um, Aguero, yeah, because he was playing in that team where he was just getting fed and yeah. so, David Silva and De Bruyne and that stuff. And it was so difficult to play against. Um, but yeah, we had a good season against them this year. We beat them yeah. twice. But I know the, the last game of the season was a bit bit of a. Yeah, they were not You take the wins, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're not wrong, actually. Yeah. But their place was was a, a really good win for us. Um, so it, it kind of made it all better. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was like, oh, I don't mind playing them. Mate, when I, was the I, last time someone beat... Was that, that both, league, both league games? Both league games. I don't yeah. think that's been yeah. done for... it oh, be interesting to see that stat. That's a really good stat, actually. Um, I, jumping off the back of what you said about get losing every week against 5-0 again. Sorry, every time you played them 5-0. Um, I remember, honestly, we were, if we were playing Man City away on a Saturday, I'd say to the lads on the Friday... And I was kind of half joking, but not. And I'd only say it to one or two that I know knew I was kind of joking. But I'd be like, lads, if we get beat three here tomorrow, that's a result. You know? <laughs> like, Honestly, yeah. because they, if they're popping, it's trouble, isn't yeah. it? It's horrible. Oh, it's, it's horrendous to play against. Yeah, nothing like it. There's nothing then, like it. And then the strikers, Ben Strikers. Heavy strikers. Uh, Bukayo Saka, Arsenal, Erling Haaland at City, and then Harry Kane at Tottenham. Yeah, not bad. Not bad three. <laughs> uh, Salah could have been in there as well, actually. Yeah, he, he could have been. Was, bad, yeah. I've got Harlem with a pinch in. I was reading the old... Uh... Yeah, he loves it, doesn't he? Like, he loves the, uh, loves the pinch. Were they hard training. pinches? Uh, no, nah, it, right. it, it was kind of half-joking, that sort of thing. But it is, um, I know he'd done it to other players as well. I think players walking off and... Just I think Harlem had a few, yeah. So, yeah, he, yeah he's... Uh, but no, obviously, what a, he's a good player, isn't he? He's not bad. He's not bad. He's not bad. One player you mentioned earlier on, and I wanted to, to come back to it, you said when you, I think not long when you first came into Prem, Eden Hazard. Yes. How He was prime Eden Hazard back then, Ooh, right? Yeah, proper. Yeah. How yeah. good was this guy? Yeah, unbelievable, yeah. I remember defending against him at Stamford Bridge and thinking I've got him. And he just sort of, and it's literally, we're on the, the, the byline and he's somehow got around me on the byline and I was I was my, my foot I swear my byline. foot was on the byline <laughs> and he somehow spun got round me and, and like just just dropped the shoulder and just gone and I'm just like oh man like, this is it's 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 so difficult it's a shame to, what's happened to him yeah, he was what class, do you he make was what, what happened oh, he's there? got comfy mate he's moved to Madrid it's lovely and warm he's getting yeah. paid 300 grand a week and he's gone I'm going to well, fully you, pull the handbrake up and pull a and that's up. simple as that I think he, that. even at Chelsea I think he was sort of towards the end I think Training wise, I don't think he was the best trainer. Yeah, I've had well, heard, every preseason but... he used to come back, and you used to see pictures of him with a belly on him, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think the top players like train well, yeah, play well, and they, they continue that and carry on the longevity of the career is probably due to how they how they come continue to do what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe him, he maybe just come away from it a little bit and. 
It's a bit like, yeah. you remember like Ricky Hatton as a boxer back in the day? Yeah. He would do that where he would cut yeah. down for a fight. And then, and then in the interim, yeah. he would just go and have the best time He'd for about three months. Full like English Paddy every Pimler. day and that, yeah. yeah it so sounds it's, incredible, really. Yeah, it's a great life. Yeah, it's great life. <laughs> um, and what's next for Ben Mee, the footballer, after after football? So, like I say, you've got a two-year contract at mm. Brentford. Yeah. Um, I could easily see you playing until 36, 37, maybe even longer. Yeah, I'd like um, to. What is, even after that, have you got a more of a long-term goal? Um, yeah, I'd like to play for as long as possible. Um, you know, seeing how how my legs go, uh, but it's very much in my mind now. To yeah. you know, the end is. Is it? Is this coming. how it comes when you get to sort of early thirties? So, yeah. Is that where you start thinking, right? Okay, what's next? Yeah, putting sort of plans in place. Yeah. What do I want to do next? Was thinking about it a little bit more for the future. Um, I'm doing a little bit of media stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, just planning sort of a few little bits here and there, and, and you know dipping my toe in different areas, you know, and, and saying yes to probably more things than the more yeah, happened sure. previously, you know, even coming on here today, you know, uh, just saying yes and, and stepping out a little bit of my comfort zone, just to chat and just to put my opinions out there, I guess, yeah, to, nice. to be really, you know, even going on Twitter and, and putting yeah. my, my thing, my, my team out there and stuff just to, yeah, just to try things, I guess, and, and be a little bit more uncomfortable with what I'm doing and, and, and growing from that, I guess. How, how have you found like the media? So what have you done? Have you done Sky before? Yeah. So I've done Monday Night Football. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I did the, um, Premier League Productions Monday night as well yeah, so yeah. with Michael Owen I did that I've uh, been on the radio a couple of times doing co-coms and, and a few other other little bits as well on, on the radio and stuff so just trying to learn and improve my, my chatting my talking um, I've, got, I've got a long way to go but, no, yeah. you're, yeah, oh, this great. Is, you're fantastic <laughs> this has been incredible like, we appreciate you coming on because no, you've been fantastic been great, seriously yeah. I think everybody at home will agree like, proper just normal down to earth yep, normal brilliant. bloke and I think that the more Ben Mees in the world I promise you <laughs> is a better world to be in but, like learning from yourself though, like the way you do this and do your media stuff and, and you know, your YouTube yeah, and everything yeah, like yeah. that it's pretty cool like so I, you know that, that's kind of interests me as well a little yeah, bit and, yeah, yeah, and sure. doing that side of it as well which is which is cool um, definitely watch a little bit of your stuff like doing, oh, doing that. that so yeah, yeah it's cool and trying to be a bit more outgoing myself yeah, a little bit yeah, and, yeah. and trying to, trying to work how on did that. you find Monday Night Football because I've, I've done something similar myself and it's a very long day isn't it it's a long day uh, we do a rehearsal from, yeah. from about 4 till 7 or whatever yeah, yeah. or 6 and we start at 7 I think and yeah it's a long day it's different like because I did a little bit of the radio but obviously being on the TV and all the cameras and the studio and all that makeup kind of stuff, and yeah. you kind of find yourself watching a screen yourself uh, what are you doing with your hands <laughs> and that and yeah, and uh, yeah. Lance looked after me really well. Do so you remember? I, was, I yeah. saw the clip the other day, the first time Gary Neville went on. Oh, yeah, saw um, that, yeah. With oh, yeah. Uh, Mancini. Yeah. Do, you, do you remember? It's Gary Neville here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's so funny. It's horrible, isn't it? But how, like, how good is he now? Like, oh, he's, he's amazing, man, isn't he? Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, he's very good. Yeah. Right, mate, this has been incredible. We've got some quick fires for you, and okay. then we are done ski. But we're, like I say, we really do appreciate you coming on here. Uh, Tomasi, fire away. Right, best play you've played against. Oh, difficult. I always go with Sergio Guerrero yeah. uh, or Harry Kane in the prime. I played against Van Persie, Rooney, Drogba, but like they, they were like you know Ibrahimovic as well. Yeah, 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 players yeah. like that, and but like in the prime, I played against them two in the prime and, and a lot. And it's been difficult. Who, who did you find the most? Because in in my head, I always think to myself, if I was centre half, I just couldn't face Drogba. Would be a absolute nightmare. Yeah. To be fair, it was coming to the end of his Chelsea. It was sort of a. a it was a late substitution. Right. Diego Costa was just coming into the team. Cool, yeah. okay. um, he was difficult to play against. To yeah. be fair, like yeah. he was a he was a bit of an animal, but I enjoyed still enjoyed playing against him. It's a battle, though. You know what yeah, to yeah, expect yeah. from a Diego yeah, Costa yeah, yeah. at least. He's, don't he's you? good. I like him. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously, Drogba playing against Thierry Henry once as well. Actually, yeah, in, did you? In, in, out in America? But yeah, um, but yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, but 
No, some top strikers. Some yeah. top strikers. Isn't it? Premier League, maybe. Yeah. You're you've, not wrong. You've beat Man City away last season. You get home feeling good. Cheat meal. What's your cheat meal? meal? Uh, a curry. Yeah, it'll be... Uh, oh, go on, yeah, break it down a bit more. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not a massive spice man, but yeah. um, just like a nice uh, tikka masala or something like that. We're talking poppadoms? Oh, I love Dips. Poppadoms, mango, yeah, mango and onions. And, we going for a naan bread? Uh, not peshwari naan. Peshwari naan, yeah. yeah. Sweet, what yeah. sort of rice? Uh, vegetable. vegetable oh, veggie rice, yeah. yeah. Or mushroom rice, I don't mind. That sounds either. like yeah. a semi-healthy curry, that does, you know. Yeah. Okay, right. Um, how about any hidden talents? Hidden talents. Um, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. No, <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, no. no. Stick to your football, mate. It's not yeah. a bad. Time. Okay. What about yeah. one player throughout your career you'd most like to have on your team in a general knowledge quiz? Oh, basically a smart player. You Who's the smartest player you've played <laughs> yeah. with? Carl, I, it's worrying that you have to think about this. <laughs> it is. It's worrying. This t- this says a lot about the 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 t- how clever footballers are. I'm basically. really struggling. Here, you know, <laughs> I'm really struggling. Smart players. Who's um, the smartest player at Brentford at the minute? Probably Zanka. That's his Zanka. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I reckon he's probably the, the club. There's not many. You know. There's not many. There's a few other other way, like the, yeah, the and bottom. Then on, but yeah. And then on the opposite side yeah. of the coin, then who um, who is it that you do not want on your on your quiz team? I don't want to dig too many players out. Um, <laughs> dig away, mate. Honestly, dig right away. Right this minute uh, at Brentford, uh, Rico. <laughs> oh, sorry, Rico. Keen Lewis Potter as well is up there. Both them too. <laughs> Have a good laugh at them too. To be fair, like, yeah, um, but yeah. Okay, where, where do goalies normally sit in this kind of thing? Goalies, Don't I start. think. No, I do. I think mm. goalies are a different breed for sure. Yeah. But I, I, I'd say there's not many of us that are, you'd say, are thick at least. No. Anyway, do you no. know what I mean? We're a bit no. more thoughtful. Yeah, they are. Yeah, you, Cheers, you're not mate. too bad. I get on well with keepers. To be fair, yeah, I actually that, yeah. generally, yeah, um, like Heats and Pope in that too. Goalies are the good football, ones, like, Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, keepers are not too bad. <laughs> not too bad. Okay, well, we've got another one for you. Your bucket list um, of like sporting events. You could go to, you're not a footballer anymore, yeah. all the time in the world. What one sporting event are you Masters. going to? Yes. Right, Masters. Well done. So yeah. That's the only answer yeah. to that, to be honest. Yeah. Biggest fear? Biggest fear? Uh, probably that, heights. Oh, I thought like, he was going to yeah, say something yeah. like rejection or something. <laughs> 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 and get a bit deep on it. Nah, heights, yeah. I'm not a big fan of no, heights. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you play much golf? Badly, yeah. I played out in America. Handicap? Um, don't really have one. Play 18. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'll do, yeah. yeah. yeah we but... um, we went, when we were in San Diego, actually, we went to the Kingdom, which is TaylorMade's kind of like factory place. It's the place okay. where all the pros go and nice. play and they'll get fitted out and all that. Nice, kind of stuff. Yeah. We went there for a day. Woof, woof. Shout out TaylorMade for having us, by the way. We, that was We incredible. played in Washington and we had some lads playing with us. We had to have a member play with us. Yeah. And, like, lads were like... Oh, posh course and proper course. Like, worked in the Pentagon. Oh, um, worked like as a CEO for a defence company what? Like, with the government. Yeah, like ridiculous jobs. Like we're like, oh, okay. tell you any stories? Uh, no, nah, <laughs> tell us any stories actually. But um, which you can but, then tell on a podcast. He, was, yeah, he know, literally yeah. got dressed into his all his like his ones or whatever he called them, like his uniform. Yeah, like proper smart. Go off to the Pentagon. That was just to say, lads. Yeah, enjoyed that. That's ridiculous. Mad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, mate, that was absolutely fantastic. Go ben, on. me, seriously, we really appreciate you coming on. Like I say, dipping your toe into this world, but do yeah. more of it because the Thanks people so. need yeah, to hear great. your Thank voice. You. Seriously, <laughs> a nice, calm, sensible, like p- people, but man of the people, man of the people, man of the people. That's what you Thanks, are. Thanks, man. Appreciate. So um, we appreciate you coming on. Good luck this season. Yeah, Cheers. Up Cheers. the podcast. Up the podcast. Nice one. 
Thanks everybody for watching. We hope you enjoyed the latest episode of the Fozcast. Don't forget to give us a follow on Spotify. Up the Fozcasts.